Welcome back to Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. We're broadcasting live from Roseville, Minnesota, in the belly of the beast, in this left-wing zombie apocalypse we call Minneapolis and St. Paul. Joining me, as usual, is none other than Mr. Mega Jesse. What are we going to be talking about today, Mega Jesse? Oh, yeah, we got lots of good stuff here today. I mean, we got these rhino congressmen from Minnesota, all four of them getting out and endorsing Trump on the same exact day. That's a big story. <laughs> Of course, we're $34 trillion in debt as a country now. Uh, NPR put out a uh, bragging list of the worst things that the DFL has done, as if they're good things. Uh, we got tampons in the boys' bathrooms now, and uh, the Democrats are now trying to say the Trump benefit from foreign countries. So I hope we actually lots have enough, of good stuff I hope here. we have enough time to talk about that story right, today because we, we got lots a lot to, to get cover. into. That one's an interesting one. We got an interesting take on it, too, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, running the dials as normal as Mr. Deep State himself. Dawson, how you doing there, buddy? I am doing good. A uh, brand new year and a new diet, and it's I'm feeling it for sure. Oh my God! Did you guys see the uh, meme of uh, Chris Christie about uh, diet starts on January second? Did you see that one? <laughs> no, I didn't. See I gotta that. find that. I'll send it to you. Post it on the show. All right. uh, reading your comments today is Mega Jesse. We're uh, light on people in the studio, so if you want to join our conversation anytime, go to Rumble. We'll try to monitor Facebook and YouTube, but we really don't put much effort into those because they like to censor us. So please go to Rumble and uh, put your comment there if you want to interrupt us anytime. Rumble Rant, you guys know the business. Please make sure you like this and tell the algorithms to share it with more people. Mm -hmm. um, we yep, and to start it off, we oh, got good. Tucker in the comments saying good afternoon, everyone. Rodeo 55 saying good afternoon as well. Uh, and Tucker says California is bankrupting their hospitals with health care for illegals as well. So it makes, makes sense to me. I mean, that's, that's what California is doing. They want to destroy themselves they prefer themselves you know prefer uh the illegals that come in to the citizens of our country dawson is there a reason i don't see them on the feed i think it's here? just uh they're the top comments they're, and they're top not comments popping gotcha. up yeah it's okay, from yeah. top down okay so I, I understand the technical reason now um okay so we were like we got to talk about epstein's you know list right because mm -hmm. that's what everyone's talking about and it's like no we're not just talking about what everyone else is talking about and quite frankly and and we'll get to it eventually in this program but it's kind of not – it's actually what I suspected, maybe not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big deal in the sense that we we just reiterated the things we kind of know already, right? If it was a big deal, the judge would have been epstein If it was a big deal what this yeah. judge was putting out there, the judge wouldn't be around anymore. But, you know, it, it's a lot of stuff that we had seen before, a lot of names that we've heard before. So it didn't seem to be a whole lot of new information. But I still have to do my homework and research and dig through it all myself. And they dumped it late last night mm -hmm. so or something like that. So, all right, let's talk about these four congressmen from Minnesota that endorsed uh, Donald Trump yesterday. This is the story. Of course, you read the mainstream media. They're giving little puff pieces for him. We're like, ah, not so fast here. I don't know if they really do like Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, according to Donald Trump, Tom Emmer's a globalist rhino. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> So right. what's behind the story? Uh, we'll pull up the article at actionforliberty.com uh, where Jesse wrote about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a story that all of a sudden was coming out one, yesterday. Dustin. Not yeah, that the, one. Not that one. The A4L one. It's on uh, line seven. Yep, uh, the first article there. Uh, getting it pulled up there? Yeah, give me a second. All right. Yeah, and th this is a huge story because all of a sudden we see these four congressmen out of Minnesota all lining up behind Trump. We didn't have any suspicion that any of them were Trump supporters to begin with, so uh, they all decide to line up and be, uh, you know, grift behind the MAGA movement. Uh, so go ahead and scroll down there, Dawson, because uh, that is the uh, statement that 
Uh, the Minnesota Republican congressional delegation put out there where they say today House Majority Whip Tom Emmer, Congressman Brad Finstad, Congressman Michelle Fishbach, and Congressman Pete Stopper released the following statement regarding their endorsement of Donald J. Trump for President of the United States. Quote, Joe Biden's failed policies have left Minnesotans to grapple with double digits inflation, higher taxes, and a border crisis that has turned every community into a border community. Minnesotans and all Americans deserve better. It is time for Republicans to come together in support of a leader who has what it takes to get our country back on track. Together, we endorse Donald J. Trump for president. So, you know, th this <laughs> Why is... Why aren't you uh, cheering? You should be so happy. There. I know. And, you know, I'm sure these uh, rhinos are going to be out there saying nothing is enough for action for liberty. Nothing's going to be enough. But let me tell you what. If we see these rhinos masking themselves as MAGA, what are we taking that as? We see that they are afraid uh, to maintain their power because that's all the politicians care about. And to uh, bear in mind that this comes after uh, Senator Nathan Wiesenberg, who was the first Minnesota legislator to endorse uh, President Trump, was out there. And that was followed up by Patriot Representative Ben Davis as well. Uh, so, you know, one might think that this unified front is a sign that our representatives are prepared to fight for the America First agenda and drain the swamp. Unfortunately, you know, they're masquerading as patriots and they're doing the bidding of the swamp. And establishment politicians like Emmer and Finstad, Fishbox, Stauber, uh, they're out of touch with grassroots conservatives. They pull off moves like this to deflect uh, and fool the uninformed voters. And, you know, I think it's funny. They, they don't do this until Trump is 49 points ahead of the entire Republican field. You know, that's the latest uh, poll that I had seen out there, that Trump is 49 points ahead. Uh, that shows that the sanctimonious, that shows that uh, Nimrod and Nikki Haley, uh, Birdbrain and, uh, <laughs> you know, Crisp, Krispy Kreme, all of them, you know, it shows that they, they have no chance. And all of these congressmen have uh, waited on the sidelines until it was 100% obvious that Trump was going to be the, be the candidate. So uh, sometimes that's even worse than someone who endorsed DeSantis or someone who endorsed uh, you know, Vivek or something like that, because then we actually knew where they stood. But uh, with these people, they all just uh, wait with wait for the political winds to go uh, wh whichever way. And in this case, it's for Trump. Uh, so but continuing on here. Uh, well, it's, and it's also real close to the Iowa caucuses. Mm -hmm. We're two weeks away now from the Iowa right. caucuses. So, um, yeah, they, they can kind of see the writing on the wall. I mean, there's mm -hmm. not a chance anyone else has taken Iowa. Mm -hmm. I had a guy, a uh, political guy from Iowa in the office over the uh, holiday season, Christmas season. Mm -hmm. And he thought, oh, it's going to be closer than, you know, a lot of people are talking about it. He mm -hmm. seemed to think DeSantis is going to do better. But, mm -hmm. boy, it just doesn't seem like that when you see the momentum on the ground. Right. It doesn't seem like it. And I think almost every single debate, uh, if you look at the pre-debate polls versus the post-debate polls, mm -hmm. DeSantis has almost always lost support after these debates. A lot of those uh, supporters are going to Trump. and uh, But you know, it does it come down to a ground game. You know, that's the right. thing that people have to understand. The polls don't really matter so much, you know, post-election uh, mm -hmm. or po post-debate poll. It's who organizes the ground game. And mm -hmm. that's why, actually, people are a little worried about Nikki Haley because Americans for Prosperity, which has a decent presence in Iowa, mm -hmm. has endorsed her. And so she now probably benefits from that ground game. Mm -hmm. But probably not enough to take out Trump. Oh, yeah, no way. You know, she's all she's uh, same thing with Chris Christie thinking all about New Hampshire. She doesn't uh, have as much stake in Iowa. And uh, DeSantis is the one who's expected to take second place in Iowa. But uh, like I said, he continues to tank his support. It's not looking good for him. Uh, and, you know, I think what's going on with these uh, endorsements here, I think the congressmen have become fully aware that, uh, you know, they're not going to continue to be reelected. 
and uh, they're going to be seen as anti-Trump rhinos unless they endorse him. They knew they had to. Uh, it's a desperate endorsement, uh, but a lot of people are seeing right through it. Let's go back to the article there, Dawson, because uh, uh, it's clear that they fear primary challengers. Uh, most notably, Michelle Fishbach uh, has a constitutionalist businessman running against her in the primary, Steve Boyd. Uh, so this endorsement is made to fool voters from her safe red district, uh, where she has no shown no sign that she will truly implement a MAGA agenda. So scroll down there, Dawson, uh, because uh, what I think is probably the most embarrassing and humiliating moment of Tom <laughs> Emmer's life is to have to give this endorsement right now. Because what did Donald <laughs> Trump say about uh, Tom Emmer here? He and, said, and in the, the timeline matters here. So Tom mm-hmm. Emmer becomes the go-to guy for the next speaker job, right? And so they're about to take a vote on Tom Emmer, and this is what Donald Trump fires <laughs> off at True Social. Yeah, that's right. You know, because uh, Tom Emmer, a lot of people forget, but, you know, he had a short-lived stint where he was going to be our next speaker. It was the best two hours of his life until this uh, <laughs> True Social post got put out there where Trump said, I have many wonderful friends wanting to be Speaker of the House, and some are truly great warriors. Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do not know well, is not one of them. He has never respected the power of a Trump endorsement where the breadth and scope of MAGA make America great again. He fought me all along the way and actually did more time defending uh, Ilhan Omar than he did me. He is completely out of touch with Republican voters. I believe that he has uh, now learned his lesson because he is saying that he is pro-Trump all the way. But who can ever be sure? Uh, Has he only changed because that's what it takes to win? The Republican Party cannot take that chance because that's not where the America first voters are. Voting for a globalist rhino like Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. So that is what uh, Trump thinks about Emmer. How embarrassing, how humiliating is it for Emmer to be out there? You know, he didn't even address that when that went on. He wasn't answering any questions about it. He wasn't talking about what Trump said. You know, he was just saying uh, a whole lot of nothing at the time. Uh, How embarrassing is it for him to now be out there saying, I support Trump? It shows how much of a a little bitch he is, honestly. That's exactly what goes through my head. I'm just going to be honest here. It seems like you're a little bitch. Because if someone said that about me, I'd be like, screw you. Yeah. You know, honestly, you're done, man. Like, I don't give a crap. If you say that stuff about me. Right. Now, quite frankly, if I am a globalist rhino, <laughs> maybe maybe I guess I don't care. I'm just playing the political <laughs> angle right. all the time. Anyhow. Yep. Well, actually, isn't that the whole point here? Mm-hmm. If It almost proves Donald Trump correct here. Yeah. Because it, let's just imagine Tom Emmer was a very principled man for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you have the reaction I have. Screw you. This guy is unhinged. This guy lies. There's no way I would support this guy. You guys should not support that guy. That's what you'd say. But Mm -hmm. if you really don't give a crap, you have no principles, and all you see is your political future, you're making politically calculated decisions, those are people we don't like, the politicians' politically calculated decisions, Mm -hmm. then aren't you just a globalist rhino, right? (laughs) Isn't that true? So it kind of proves the point. Oh, yeah. Like another 40 (laughs) chess by Donald Trump on that one. Yeah, (laughs) and you're right. You know, it's a weird situation because it's true. He is a globalist rhino, uh, but... You know, like you're saying, if someone said that about me where it wasn't true, I would have, you know, I would be ready to fight. I'd be ready to go after that person. I wouldn't just take it laying down. But that's exactly what Emmer does because he's a he's a total politician, a total crook. Uh, And one more thing in that article. Go ahead and pull that back up there, Dawson. Uh, Scroll down there uh, because Trump had uh, thanked Tom Emmer for uh, this new (laughs) endorsement. He said, thank you, Tom. I will never let our country down. I like what he said there because he didn't say, I'll never let you down to Tom. He's saying, I'll never let our country down. Uh, Because what that really means to me is he's going to take on the deep state. That means to me uh, that 
Uh, he's going to finish the war on the deep state and the globalist agenda, restore clean and proper American elections, and save America from the, from the establishment, corrupt, rhino politicians. So the MAGA agenda is not aligned with what Tom Emmer wants to see happen for the country. And, uh, you know, it just shows that he's going with the political winds. He's nervous. Same thing with Michelle Fishbach, Stauber, and Finstad. They feel all the, you know, they all feel the need because they're not able to individually think for themselves. Uh, true Trump supporters... Where were we when it happened? We were supporting Trump day one, as soon as he announced. Where are these people? They're not coming until Trump is 49 points ahead of everyone else. It shows you exactly what they are, just another crony, corrupt politician. Yeah, you know where I'm personally at? I just am not, I'm not in any camp at this point. Like, I just don't care. Like, uh, honestly, I, I, there's a, the biggest argument on the table right now is just voting for Trump to see how things go, right? Mm -hmm. That's guys like me, because Trump doesn't really embrace my principles I'm not trying to rehash the same arguments we yep. had all the time i see all the faults of the other ones i wouldn't vote for a nikki haley no mm -hmm. no chance right so there are people like me that are like yeah you know i'm gonna focus my political energy elsewhere mm -hmm. not on the presidential election although although i will say it makes a big difference in this election cycle but it's just i don't know <laughs> i just i sit back here and i watch this crap i'm like this is the phoniness of politics. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I endorse Donald Trump. No, you don't. We know. But there's actually <laughs> another argument. I saw Ganser was talking about how, yeah, it's viable in the general election. Here, here's another mm -hmm. calculation that's probably being made. Emmer's, in many regards, responsible for fundraising na nationally, but certainly to the congressional delegation of Minnesota. This mm -hmm. might be a chance for them to start coalescing around Trump to stop money getting wasted on other candidates. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a good political friend of mine suggest that. I'm like, that That makes a lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. But to me, for I'm, I don't for one second believe that these guys are genuine about that endorsement. And um, here's the other funny thing. This doesn't help Donald Trump one iota. <laughs> There's no one out there that goes, oh, well, that's what Brad Finstead says. I'm now voting for Donald mm -hmm. Trump. No one goes, Michelle Fishbach is for Trump. Oh, now I will support Trump. It doesn't benefit Donald Trump at all. So mm -hmm. I kind of like his response. Here's who gets ben is benefiting from it. Mm -hmm. You have literally, and you hit it on the head. You got Steve Boyd, and we've had him on a show. Good guy, man. I like that guy. Against Michelle Fishbach. Let's just be honest. She's going to be an insider crony. We, we've seen her record here in the Minnesota Senate. Mm -hmm. So here she now portrays herself as a mega person, right? And this is why you called the art, you wrote the article Grift, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she benefits because people go, well, why do I go to the Steve Boyd of the world if you're on board? So here's my question for you. Are people going to get duped by it? Do you think they'll get fooled? I think a certain amount will. I mean, people already are. They're saying, look at this. You know, they're MAGA. They're coming out for Trump. But I mean, anyone who's paying close attention knows why they're doing it for their own political purposes. It's not because of... Uh, it's not because they're principled people who believe that, uh, you know, Trump should be our nominee. It's because they see that DeSantis has no chance. If DeSantis had a chance, they'd all get behind DeSantis. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they want to restore their political future. And by making no endorsement, that tells us that you don't like Trump. Uh, so that's the situation that they're at now. And I want to read some of these uh, comments here, seeing a few of them here. Uh, let's see. Napkin Nader says, bend the knee and kiss the ring, Emmer. I agree. That's exactly what happened. We got razzles dazzles. It uh, doesn't matter. Trump hates all these swamp creatures. Uh, as you know, it, Brad had said there has been a notable shift in sentiment. It is clear that Trump is now viable in the general election. They will all start to line up now. Uh, Razzle Dazz also says those politicians are running scared. Drain, swamp, uh, drain the swamp creatures. Agreed, Jesse. 
Uh, Tucker says, I expect Finstad to endorse Trump. Donald J. Trump appointed him for the USDA head of rural development for Minnesota or something like that. Uh, and Brad says he's still with uh, DeSanctimonious. Sorry to hear that, Brad. <laughs> and um, Did he see. actually write DeSanctimonious? Or did no, he, he's, he, okay. said, he said Meatball. <laughs> he meatball. said, I'm still Meatball MAGA. Okay, Meatball MAGA. <laughs> yep, and uh, see, Base Minnesota, I'm with you, Jake. None of these turds do anything for me. Thank you. Hate Minnesota says, Finstad helped author legislation here in Minnesota where we could be forcibly removed from our homes and put into uh I don't know if that's caps or camps regarding public camps, health issues. Camps yeah, camps. Okay. And yeah, funny uh, we have a base Minnesota, a hate Minnesota. We yeah. Should love Minnesota. We should have a love right. Minnesota. <laughs> uh huh. Um, let's go to this. So, at, so yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Thirty. We surpassed thirty-four trillion dollars in debt. So this, you know, you look at this list: the Pete Stobbers, the Tom Emmers of the world. These guys have got the blood on their hands in terms of thirty-four trillion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. These are guys that voted for the debt. I, I'm guessing. You know, Finstad's so new, and Fishbach, I'd have to look. I think she's taken better votes as a senator. Yeah, we have U.S. Top, debt tops a whopping $34 trillion. Now, in the case of Tom Emmer, let's scroll down here real quick. Let's remember what the problem is. This is a chart from the Federal Reserve cre- creating money out of thin air and buying the U.S. government debt. So when we say debt, it's not like we just owe that debt to China. It's like literally money that was just created out of thin air. You wonder why we have higher prices and goods and services. It's because of that right there. It's called quantitative easing. They just make money and then they buy government debt. By the way, it's whatever interest rate return they get is all pure profit. What, what do they care? So, yeah, these guys, I mean, that's not making America. Let's just be honest. That is not making America great again. <laughs> no way. You know, the, the, our, the, the one problem with Donald Trump is the guy didn't veto massive spending bills. Mm-hmm. And that's what I hope if he gets reelected, he has the courage to do this go around. Mm-hmm. Because that was a big disappointment in my book. Yeah, you know, and I I really hope Vivek uh, is a legitimate person, that he's not a fraud, that he's not a scam, because, you know, he's saying that kind of stuff uh, perfectly well, and he's making the case on some of this stuff that, uh, you know, we need to eliminate 50 to 75% of our federal government if we really want to be able to maintain the programs that we have, if we really want to, uh, you know, just not allow our country to go go to hell with our uh, inflation, with our money supply, with our debt. Uh, because our country's in a very bad financial situation, and it's going to take someone to cut some deals and uh, yeah. But Vivek's yeah. in a situation where he can say whatever the hell he wants. He's got <laughs> right. No shot. Right. Yep. And no record to go yeah. off. And and this is the thing about Vivek. I mean, I hope I'm agreeing with you. I hope he's sincere. I just have huge doubts. Mm-hmm. But just think about this. It's like when are we talking about this article or, or the story about Vivek is possibly no. He pulled the ads out of New Hampshire, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he, he canceled his big ad buy in New Hampshire, and there's speculation that he'll endorse Trump. Yeah. Maybe he goes through the caucus. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, that's not what Trump said. Trump said, uh, you know, Vivek is a good man. Uh, he's not done running yet. He's got more to do, but I'm sure he will endorse me, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a Trump-esque way on True Social. Yeah. So I guess we'll still have to see what's to come of Vivek if he's actually going to try to run this thing through. I mean— I think he's going to perform better in Iowa than expected. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking he's probably eating away at some of the Trump and DeSantis voters. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how, how well he does are and what he ends do up a, doing. Are we going to do a live Iowa caucus? Is Oh, the Iowa caucus is on Martin Luther King Day? Oh, is it? I thought the Iowa caucus on January 15th. That's interesting. I thought caucuses were on Tuesdays. Let me just make sure. Iowa caucus. Yeah, this says uh, January 15th. 
Yeah, I've always had that in my head. It's the 15th. It's mm-hmm. on Monday the 15th. Yeah. Martin Luther King Day. Interesting. Okay. Uh, maybe we should be doing a live episode of the caucuses. Although maybe it doesn't matter because we'll be live the next day anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see as we get closer to it. Although, of course, if we do it the evening, we could have the straight-laced William. Mm-hmm. And then you could antagonize him when his boy loses. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's get into this story. Uh, it's bound DM- to happen. Yeah. NPR, I mean, it's just another wing of the Democrat Party. We all know this, right? NPR, Minnesota Public Radio, NPR, National Public Radio, right? Um, they have this uh, graphic that they produce of all things that got done in Minnesota in 2023. Pull up this graphic, Dawson. Um, you would literally think the Democrat um, PR agency or staff created this forum. Legalized recreational cannabis, free school breakfasts and lunches, guaranteed right to reproductive and gender-affirming care services. By the way, those are literally using the talking points of the left, right? You know, reproductive. You can't say abortion is reproductive because it's the antithesis of reproduction, right? It is the lack of reproduction. But they say that, okay? New state flag. They're bragging about that. Tax rebates, in quotations, and some hikes. That's it. <laughs> some hikes. Mm-hmm. Push for clean energy. Push for clean energy. It's actually like literally making it illegal not to have uh, or to have um, carbon fuel sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, gun restrictions. Restored voting rights for felons. Free college tuition for some. Driver's license regardless of immigration status. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not on the list, and this is a story I think a lot of people are realizing. Um, and there's a lot of things. I mean, red flag gun seizures just went into effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of talk around town right now is uh, tampons. Yeah, tampons and boys' bathrooms. Pull mm-hmm. up the article on this. Um, we uh, we actually uncovered here at Truth Hurts who voted for this thing. It's not just <laughs> Democrats. There's actually I want to make sure we understand this. Senator Carla Nelson, not the Patriot Carla Nelson, who's Mm -hmm. a frequent uh, audience member of the show, but the Senator Carla Nelson, one Republican, voted for this thing. This comes from a bill that passed back in the last legislative session. Uh, It is, let's see here. Um, Oh, I don't have it. Oh, my links aren't working in here for some reason. Um, HF 2497, that's the name of the bill. It's the Education Finance Omnibus Bill. Mm-hmm. So this is what it says in it. Um, access to menstrual products. A school district or charter school must provide students with access to menstrual products at no charge. The products must be available to all menstruating students in restrooms regularly used by students in grade 4 to 12 according to plan developed by the school district. Now, what this has later gone on to, um, and I think this was a brought up in the committees and then in terms of implementation, is mm-hmm. the term all well, if boys can menstruate, and this is what these nutbags think, mm-hmm. then they must be available in the boys' restroom. So, yes, they are going to be starting to implement the boys' bathroom. Listen, you don't need to be a genius to realize what's going to happen, right? The boys are going to think this is hilarious. They're going to damage these things, throw them around, throw them at people in classes, right? It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. They're boy, Yeah, they're boys. That's what's going to happen. This is the dumbest thing on the planet, okay? Um, by the way, even if you are a girl who – who identifies as a boy, why on earth would you want to go to a boy's bathroom? That's like the, I could understand a boy wanting to be a girl. I just watched Dave Chappelle's uh, newest comedy special, which honestly mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that great. 
you know, and I'm a big Chappelle fan. Hmm. Um, but he didn't back down from the trans community, so that was good. <laughs> but uh, he kind of made the joke about if he ever got arrested and convicted of something in California, he'd be like, I'm a woman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't blame him. I mean, th- that's what a lot of the pedophiles and stuff do, too. You know, they as soon as they get arrested, they're a transgender. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's a loophole that, you know, it shouldn't exist, but it is a thing. Uh, and there's also some good comments here. I'm do seeing. Do we really that. have a Love Minnesota now? There is a Love Minnesota. You know now. why? Why did I get the feeling that is Tushi that created that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, like, why would he be asking for Liberty Longbeard? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Brad <laughs> says, uh, why did the Fed change course and start printing money before COVID? Insert conspiracy theory here. Uh, good point. Well, wait, 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 what's the point there? They've been printing money for a long time. Right. So. Exactly. I think that's what he's getting at. He's saying uh, that the. What is it that the Fed was doing to uh, to cause that? He's saying way before COVID, because obviously COVID was the big one that, you know, that's part of the reason why we well, are so, where we so are now. 2008, 2009 financial collapse. That was mm-hmm. the other time they they expanded. Well, they, I think that's when they really introduced quantitative easing. Mm-hmm. You have to buy up all the debt. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Love Minnesota says, uh, asking ye shall receive. P.S. Where is Liberty Longbeard? And Base Minnesota says that uh, Liberty Longbeard is crushing Thai, fl- thai curry flats from B-dubs while simultaneously burping and farting. Uh, and we got... Do you get the sense Base Minnesota and Love Minnesota might be the same person? I don't know. Talk, That'd talk. be difficult to switch accounts like that and yeah, respond to I each other. I don't know. That, I know some people that are good at doing that. No, you that. just have two devices. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, Hate Minnesota says they will cause a lot of plumbing problems for those tampons. <laughs> you know, that that's probably that's a good point, too. I didn't think point. about that. Yeah. But uh, there's definitely going to be uh, tampons in the toilet. Let's and, go back uh, to this article here. So this is uh, basically there's a $2 extra charge per pupil funding, the per pupil calculation. I can't remember what the per pupil calculation is right now, but $2 additional. So I guess, like, I'm, I'm speaking out of my ass on this one because um, it's very rare. Even as a married man, I would go into Victoria's Secrets ten times more, ten times the. T- How do I put this? I am less <laughs> nervous going into Victoria's Secrets than going and getting tampons for my wife. You know what I'm saying? Does that make <laughs> sense? Because there's two of those two things that guys are a little uncomfortable doing, mm-hmm. right? You don't know what I'm talking about, Dawson. No, I, I, I just dis- I'm different, I guess. You would go buy tampons for your... I, I, I grew up with a mom and four younger sisters. Okay, I also grew so. up with a mom, but okay. <laughs> I mean, four younger sisters, though, and then I was the o- oldest, so I was the driving one. I kind of had to learn. And then I've had girlfriends for years, so... Yeah, but none of the things you said other than you had two extra sisters than me makes us different. Maybe so, I'm like just you don't get a little, tamponing. you don't find a little awkward buying tampons. You know what I'm talking about. Well, it's you're, definitely you're more awkward. Of a bro yeah. than Dawson, right, Jesse? Jesse, how many times have you bought tampons? Only a couple, but know. yeah, no, I yeah, mean, yeah, you know it, what I'm saying. It's, it's it's always a little. You're getting awkward. a little it's red like, in the you know, face buying, buying condoms, buying anything like that, <laughs> buying anything that you know is a little weird. Am I off basis on this? Let's hear from you guys, the guys out there. Uh, you know, am I off basis? Well, I don't think there's any nervous? guy that prefers it. <laughs> well, I'm not saying to do it. I mean, apparently Dawson's got a strong desire to go do that, but no, I'm just saying that I'm better at it than you are. But that's that's <laughs> well, okay. I'll, I'll, it's it's I'll not give a, you that it's one. Not a, it's not a good thing. I don't okay. think. But. All right. Well, you, you get what I'm saying. Now, what was my point? I was trying to make. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is all a ploy by Big oh. Tampon. No, I know what I was going to say. Uh, $2. So I don't I don't have a real understanding of the prices here that well, but I'm imagining I mean, how many students between grades 4 and 12 
because boy, so it's 50-50 boys and girls. But breaking news, boys can't menstruate. So that's already $4 per girl allocation. And then you just assume that, yeah, I mean, it's, it probably covers the cost, I guess. I don't know. Do you think they even looked into this? I mean, how nutty are these people? They they assume that there's a large faction of people using the boys' bathroom that will use them? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? You know, I, I bet some of these schools aren't even going to do it. You know, some of these schools are probably just going to on their own <coughs> say, this is a stupid rule. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Hold on one second. It says, according to law, a school district must provide students with access to menstrual products at no charge. Hmm. And they must be available to all menstruating students in the restrooms regularly used by students. Yeah. So those are a must. Even then, though, you know, I think there's a lot of rules that don't get followed. I, I, I just don't see every school actually following through on this. They're, they're going to put them in the girls' bathroom. Are they going to put them in the boys' bathroom? The woke ones will. Yeah, maybe until they get, uh, you know, challenged, and it just takes one person to challenge right. them. I mean, right, I mean, you know, t- all of, you know, look at these uh, schools in northern Minnesota. Are they going to put tampons in the boys' bathroom? No. And, you know, maybe it's going to spark a legal challenge and all kinds of good stuff. So, you know, I, I got a feeling that this issue isn't over. I feel like this kind of thing could be solved. You don't put the tampons like in the bathrooms, but put it like between the two bathrooms, like one of those vending machine, whatever they use. Mm-hmm. So you could just like walk up and get one if you need one and then go. To it, it's bathroom. probably out in public. Girls probably don't want to go up to a machine and buy a tampon well, for everybody. Isn't, isn't there a point that it shouldn't be like a bad thing to talk about your period or whatever? It's, so. it's not a bad thing. It's just don't, <laughs> you know, don't talk about it. Is this maybe the worst TV ever? Three guys talking about menstruation <laughs> right. and uh, buying tampons? That's I pretty mean, fun. like, could we be talking out of ass more on this, on a subject? <laughs> right. I, bloody like, we're no, political no experts. experts here. Yeah, we bloody, don't know what the hell we're talking about. Bloody noses are about to go down like crazy, though. Well, that's me. The prepper mind is uh, those are quick clots. <laughs> or ble- bullet wounds. No, that's not a joke. Like, early Iraq, uh, people were sending tampons to GIs because, you know, we could use them to to plug a hole at this I mean, point uh, sorry <laughs> yeah look like a bowl <laughs> yeah at this point quick, quick uh catch of blood sorry. yeah at this point maybe you need tamponades just in schools for all these for all these crazy shootings that are yeah going all, all these crazy shootings <laughs> and i know we might get to that topic too uh there's Probably breaking should. story coming out of iowa today that a school there's a school shoot we don't have a lot of details yet but it's not all these school shootings. I mean, now you're just taking the left-wing media's talking points. There's more school shootings than there should be. Let's go Let's go to this here real quick. Uh, breaking story out of Iowa, Perry, Iowa, so north of Des Moines. Um, there is a school shooting. Um, let's just catch up here because there wasn't a lot. I got them lying like down a ways there, Dawson. Um, all right. This is of the Des Moines Register. I gotta get rid of this oh, okay, picture. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you see it? Yep. Uh, get out, run. People yelled as shots fired at Perry High School in morning shooting. Uh, it looks like we do actually have a press conference. Let's go ahead and let's listen to that press conference here. Is this guy here? Yeah. Fonte, I-N-F-A-N-T-E. I'm the sheriff here in Dallas County. I'm joined by our state, local, and federal partners here at the Perry High School. Uh, this morning at approximately 7.37 a.m., we had a Sears radio activation at the high school, which indicated an active shooter situation. Uh, an officer first arrived within seven minutes of that activation uh, and located multiple gunshot victims. 
uh, we're still unclear of exactly how many are injured uh, or what the extent of those are, but we're working on that right now. There is no further danger to the public. The community is safe. Uh, we're just now working backwards, trying to figure out everything that happened and make notifications. Um, there'll be another update later on today. Uh, we're, it's still very early. This happened at approximately 7.37 this morning. School didn't start yet, luckily. Uh, so there was very few students and faculty in the building, uh, which I think contributed to uh, a good outcome in that sense. But we'll have more information later on this afternoon. We will not be releasing any more information in the meantime. Uh, so please be patient with us so that we can talk with these victims and their families and try and figure out what happened. We won't be answering any questions today either, or right now. Uh, we'll let you know later on this afternoon, uh, afternoon, what time we'll be meeting back with you again and we hope to provide more detail then. So can we, just, just to be clear, you don't have a number of people who were injured in this? We're still working on that. Have you identified the shooter? Yes. What's their current status? Are they alive or? Oh, we'll get to that later on this afternoon. Can you confirm if the shooter is a Just stop it, I can't, I can't stand this crap. I mean, yeah, he's not You're a, a government employee. You work for the people. Give us the fucking information, okay? <laughs> and this pisses me off because I got kids in school. Uh, pause this thing here, Dawson. I got kids in school, and that pisses me off. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying. Let's New Year's <laughs> resolution not to throw as many four-letter words on this show. But uh, mm -hmm. oh boy, does this piss me off. You got to get the information out, okay? I get it. It might be incorrect, but a simple answer of we know the guy is dead. Okay, and it looks like Des Moines Register has that information, luckily. But you got to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't like I'm just trying to think about it, and this is this is this is tricky. Like if if I my kid's school had this happen to, I rushed that school. I don't know how they're holding me back from getting into that school. Mm -hmm. And I know it, it. You you want police to secure the scene, but none of all that's out of the window. Like the number one thing for me is to protect my children. Number one and Number two, which is pretty close, is as many children as possible, right? Mm -hmm. But you want to protect your children. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, think I, I don't like things, By either. the way, I can think those two things live simultaneously. But, mm -hmm. you know, my quest is to go find my damn children. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I just hate when you – I can kind of understand not answering the – well, you should just be willing to answer questions and say, I don't – we don't know. Just just say that. That's fine. Okay? Mm -hmm. Oh, pisses me off. All right, I want to show you something. How much – how junky the Des Moines Register is. Go back to that article. Click on Des Moines Register on the top. Let's back out. This is already what Des Moines Register is doing. People who know politics and national politics know Des Moines Register is a liberal reg. Scroll mm -hmm. down here. You're going to see, keep going down. Right there, you see DeSantis? They're already commenting here. This is the headline. DeSantis, after Iowa school shooting, Ron DeSantis proposes no new gun regulations. Gun restrictions. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't even just go to the humanity of this freaking event, you know? Yeah, they have to bring it to politics. They have exactly. to bring it to DeSantis. It's it's not good what they want to do. And, yeah, it has nothing to do with DeSantis and uh, his view on gun laws. Uh, so, and, you know, I'm not sure, you know, I don't know the specifics, the specifics of this case, but in most mass shootings, what you end up finding is the case is uh, there was no legal means to prevent that person from obtaining a firearm. Or if they did illegally obtain the firearm how are you supposed to prevent that as well so 
uh, you know, these people think that putting more laws on the books are going to do something to, uh, you know, stop these mass shootings. All it's going to do is limit and hinder the abilities of uh, constitutional, you know, law-abiding citizens. Okay, so here's another thing. Let's pull up this article. When we were doing a show prep at 10 o'clock um, and first uncovered the story, which would have been breaking at that point, there was no information at that point. This is uh, the article that was already up on the Des Moines Register, um, and this is off their front page. This is uh, line 15 there, Dawson. They already had an article um, about the history of shootings in Iowa. Look at that. Mm-hmm. This is like on the front page as the story's breaking. Well, let's make sure we all understand that guns are the, the problem, and mm-hmm. let's have a I mean, what did they have this article already ready to go? Yeah, I know. It is gross that, you know, that's the first thing they want to put out there. Let's make a history of the school shootings. Let's try to rile the people up. You know, that's what they want to do. It's, it's not a good, you know, it's not an honest, fair discussion. So, and we don't need to belabor this because, you know, people talk about this stuff all the time. And I, I really am taking the bait here and bringing in the politics. But in the end of the day, it, the gun restrictions don't do jack shit, okay? Why do we have this problem in America? Well, it's really two really big things. Number one, I mean, we've had this degradation of the institution of the family, marriage mm-hmm. and the institution of a family. I mean, that's the most important institution in our in our world is the family. And you got high divorce rates. Nowadays, people don't even want to get married. By the way, it's like $40,000 to get married. It's like the average... Um, wedding costs. Hmm. You know, that's freaking crazy. Just, yeah, it's not. A friend of mine just got engaged, and that's what they were telling me. Um, and then, you know, when you get into certain segments of the uh, country, the black community, you have enormous fatherless children. Like, that is 100% what's going on here. Kids that are being raised in broken households. Right. And Number there's, two you know, is, even uh, tax incentives to that kind of stuff. You know, when you look right. into it, that, you know, you get more as a single mother. Uh, than you would with the father in the household and uh, you know that kind of stuff we shouldn't be having these uh, tax loopholes to uh, lead people towards immoral behavior it's better to just have two-parent households obviously you know you can't force everyone to do that that's not going to be the case we have a country of freedom but uh, you know we should encourage the population to live good lives that are going to lead to uh, success they used to have shooting sports in schools yeah now they're after school curriculum i brought my bow to school like my my bow and arrow to school when I was in high school, some people I, maybe we have people in the show old enough to remember guns being shot in school for uh, target practice, probably twenty twos. It's mm-hmm. so the guns were actually available in school. I mean, like just rarely available. There's a different problem going on. Number two is uh, the medication of children. Like I, I come from the generation where they're just spoon feeding kids Ritalin. Nowadays, I don't even know how many psychiatric mm-hmm. drugs there are, and these are being found. So. You know, if you're going to get into the politics, stop trying to disarm law-abiding citizens who mm-hmm. need those firearms so that we don't have tyrannical governments, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and they're over-diagnosing ADHD. They're over-diagnosing mm-hmm. so much of this stuff for young kids. And uh, it's unfortunate because you're right that they're, you know, big pharma loves to get these, uh, you know, kids and adults hooked onto these drugs uh, so that they're totally reliant on the pharmaceutical industry uh, just to feel normal in the head. Uh, a lot of it's being overdiagnosed and, uh, you know, or uh, just misrepresented as uh, false, false things. So, yeah, you know, not all these drugs are safe. You know, it might be FDA approved, but uh, it's not like the FDA has been nothing but trustworthy with us in the past. All right. Just want to make sure if you guys haven't liked this episode, make sure you like it on Rumble or YouTube and Facebook, all the platforms you watch it on. Mm-hmm. Let those uh, algorithms know. 
that you want to be part of the show. And we're still waiting for a rumble rant. So uh, <laughs> come on, people, uh, let's make it a happen. Bad year, huh? 2024. Yeah. Dang. Season right. two is underway. <laughs> season two. Yeah, I know. I, I always found it cringy to say you got a season, but man, yeah, it is the thing. Uh, all right, let's go to, um, oh no, let's go back to tampon story real quick to show you the votes. So this passed by basically unanimous Dem- Democrat support. Here's the vote in the Senate. You notice Carla Nelson, the Senator Carla Nelson, not the Patriot Carla Nelson, voted with all Democrats in passing this bill. Um, shockingly, Abler didn't vote for it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That was my first thought. I thought, you know, Democrat bill sounds like an Abler thing. Right. Then you've got uh, in the House, uh, you don't have Republicans voting for it, but you do have uh, rural Democrats like Dave Lizlegard. You know, if you remember Dave Lizagard, he's that con mm-hmm. artist legislator who's basically living in a Republican district who voted for this. Oh, you also got Dan Wolgamot. Dan Wolgamot, who uh, likes to chug <laughs> bottles of vodka in the parking lots of mm-hmm. rural uh, liquor stores. Yeah. So. And Brian Curran, the ogre, who identifies as a she-they or a, a, what was it? A gay-they. Gay-they. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, let's go to this story. Is I did not want to miss this one, and no one's really talking about this. Democrats. Oh boy, this is such a interesting little deal. So Democrats in the legislature or in the in uh, the Senate, and I'm sorry, in the House and I think the Senate, in the Congress, yeah, yeah in the Congress. Uh, so they want to show it's not just Biden who's benefiting from foreign entanglements. <laughs> Donald Trump is receiving money from China and Qatar and all the other countries, and he is compromised. Let's pull up this article from Yahoo News. Yahoo News, by, by the way, is basically just a Marxist rag at this point. We all know that, don't we? Yahoo mm-hmm. News, junk. Do we have yep. a rumble ran here? Oh, yeah. Yep, we got a new, yep, we got a rumble ran here. Tucker91 says, keeping the streak alive with $5. So appreciate that, yeah, Tucker. Thanks, Tucker. Tucker also said, uh, shooting sports should make a comeback. Or so I've heard trap shooting is becoming more popular with kids. It yep. is, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. And we got another rumble rant. People are people are uh, paying attention. Brad Ganser says, uh, for $10, last year's legislation should have provided enough content for all of the content for season two of The Truth Hurts. Well, That's fair, true. Fair point. Yeah, fair point, Brad. And thanks for joining us on the 100th episode. That was fun. Brad, Brad yeah. hardly got a word in with that, too. She, <laughs> yeah. she was interesting. <laughs> all right. So Democrats... Um, apparently we're trying to investigate. I didn't even know this was happening. Did you know about this? No. This is back when they I were mean, in control. I mean, there's a million different investigations into Trump, so yeah, tell me something new, well, right? I know, because this is the one that really didn't matter. Okay, so, yeah. let's, so this is what they say. Donald Trump received money from foreign governments when he was in the, <laughs> when he was in the White House. This is, this is literally hilarious, okay? So um, they're alleging... The he received seven point eight million dollars from corrupt and authoritarian governments, including China, Saudi Arabia, and Qatar, or Qatar. I think it's Qatar. I've actually been to Qatar. I would learn it was Qatar when you're there, but it seems like everyone on the earth wants to call it Qatar. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Do you ever I, say I, it? I, I say Quater. <laughs> no, I Quater? don't know. No, I, I think it's Qatar, but I, I don't really know either. Yeah, it's one of those things. You know, it's like when people say Iran, Iran. You know, I think both of them work. All right. Well, I'm going to say Qatar because that's what I was told when I went there. Okay. But by the way, not that they're English speaking. Yeah. Right, so I, I'm going to scroll down here in the article. Yeah, and Tucker says, 91 says what I had uh, told you earlier as well. Uh, speaking of Qatar, uh, Bob Menendez took uh, Qatar bribes, which is true. So uh, it's not just Egypt that our uh, U our U.S. center from New Jersey is uh, sold out to. It's also uh, it's also Qatar here. All right. Here we go. The limited. 
documents obtained by the House Oversight Democrats show that Trump received, get this, get this, right? This is how you know Donald Trump's compromise. He received $7.8 million in foreign payments to his businesses during his presidency, according to the report. $7.8 million over four years, so under $2 million to a multi-billion dollar business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like Donald Trump is very compromised. Now, didn't he divest himself from the businesses when he became president? Right. Yeah, and I think it was all given over to Don Jr. and Eric Trump. You know, it was all put under uh, his son's names while he was president because you can't be running a business while you're president. It's a conflict of interest. So, Which you understand. Uh, everyone understands. And right. Donald Trump understood. I don't think he was fighting against it, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, just like anybody would do, you know, uh, in that situation. So... Uh, you know, Trump did the right thing, divested himself, like you said, hands the business over to his sons. Uh, so we're supposed to be mad at his sons for keeping the business profitable. We're supposed to be mad at them for uh, doing good deals. And, you know, uh, it's one of those things, you know, Trump has properties all over the world, hotels all over the world. Uh, those require maintenance. Those require employees. Those require different transactions. Sometimes you're buying property. Sometimes you're selling property. Of course, deals are going to be made. So uh, I don't know what they expected. I think they're mad at, you know, Trump simply for existing and for, you know, that's having the, a business that's you successful. You got to the point. That yeah, that's right. Existing, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's a crime to exist if you're a Trump. Yeah, you can't exist if you're Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all ridiculous. They, they, they say the committee confirmed a payment of $19,391 from the Chinese embassy to a Trump hotel in Washington. We're just like, that sounds like they rented out a room for yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. Like, they got the East Hall, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that might not even be the going rate. It might be less than that, you know? So, mm-hmm. or I mean, more than that. So maybe 19,000 was, but like, this is the, this is the things they're drawing. First of all, Donald Trump's got a legitimate business. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. is anyone questioning that? Well, I guess a judge in New York is because mm-hmm. uh, Mar-a-Lago is only worth like what? Two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's got legitimate business. Meanwhile, like there's no legitimate business to what Hunter Biden's doing and 10% for the big guy. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a fraud. It's right. a joke, right? That that's clearly selling influence. Two million dollars is nothing to a guy that runs a billion dollar corporation, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, two million dollars is everything when all you're doing is consulting. Mm-hmm. I would glad like two million dollars is a big consulting fee I would ever yeah. charge, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Hunter Biden does. So what a mm-hmm. joke. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing because yeah, it's you know Trump is a billionaire; he can't be bought. Uh, you know, <laughs> so you know it's like yeah, there might be these deals, but is that corrupting him? No way, because like I said, he's a billionaire; he can't be bought, he can't be sold. Uh, so, uh, but like you're saying in the case of Hunter Biden, where that's his main revenue is you know doing these corrupt deals, uh, it's everything to them. Well, here's uh, here's how you buy and sell a, a billionaire. You ready for it? Because mm-hmm. I think you got a good point. You get you get the goods on them. Mm-hmm. And that brings us in the Epstein client list, right? Yeah. Big story. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates being part of that crew. Like, what do you do to Bill Gates? Bill Gates was wealthiest guy on the planet, still top five wealthiest people. What mm-hmm. can you do to Bill Gates? Like, seriously, like the guy's got all the money in the world. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's a tough one. And, you know, I just seen another thing. RFK Jr. said that, uh, you know, he admitted that he had known Epstein. And he even said that I had my kids on his airplane with him. Uh, so apparently they've met, but he says he never went to the island or anything. Uh, I don't know all the full details of that, but, uh, all right, can we get into this here? All right. Uh, first of all, the Epstein client list, I don't really think there was, I was getting a little suspect that this thing was worth anything. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the worth of this, uh, release is that some people who probably know the name Epstein, but don't understand that Bill Clinton was flying with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that helps. Okay. 
go to go to our Twitter account real quick, Dustin. I want to show a picture. But you know, first of all, Trump Trump flew on Epstein's plane, and I'm trying to think like, okay, where is my where where do I go? This is bullshit. So you just said RFK's flown on the plane, Trump's flown on the plane. It's like, is this? I don't come from a world, and I'm guessing most of the people watching our show don't come from a world where we're frequently flying on private jets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I know one fan of the show does, but most of, and I know uh, Mark Anderson flew flew some private jets, but other than that, I don't think a lot of us come from the world where we're regularly flying in private jets. So is this? Is this like just how the world works if you're a guy like Trump? Because he does have his own plane, hmm. but is that possible that he, you know, like what, let's imagine you and I had the ability to take off for the weekend and I'd be like, Jesse, come, let's hang out at the weekend. Hmm. We're going to get in the car and we're going to drive up to uh, Virginia, Minnesota or something. Like yeah. that. We're not flying, but to these guys, they fly, right? Mm-hmm. So is it, is it anything? What, what are your thoughts on that? Is that something that he flew on the plane? I don't know. It's tough to tell. And, you know, like you're saying, you know, it's it's nothing for them to go on a private jet and uh, do everything like that. And so I, I don't know. It, it's a tough one to know all of the details. And I think it's one of those things where Epstein, he's not friends with any normal people. You know, he might have a couple of normal people employed for him to work as a mate or something. But it's not like Epstein was friends with regular people. He only wanted celebrities. He only wanted powerful people. He only wanted politicians. So those were the only people he was ever looking to hang out with. And I think he's the kind of guy, he's always looking to impress these people. You know, he's a showman. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's trying to impress these people, say, look at what I've got and check out my island. It's the greatest thing ever. Uh, so I think that, you know, uh, it would have been so interesting to know all of the details of uh, you know, what these meetings were like, what his personality was like, because I don't know if you had seen what his uh, brother had done on there. Maybe we should even watch these if you haven't seen it yet, because Tucker Carlson put a couple of things on YouTube, uh, a couple of YouTube shorts, where Jeffrey Epstein's brother was uh, demanding information from, uh, you know, to uh, show all the documents and paperwork for where Jeffrey Epstein was taken to the hospital. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they're saying, oh, the the paperwork doesn't exist. It should be in the system, but it's not in the system. And he's demanding these uh, answers. So uh, th- that's a really interesting thing that, you know, I-, I don't know all the answers to. And it's interesting that Jeffrey Epstein's brother might be the biggest truth teller in this entire thing. Right. Uh, and I'm seeing uh, Brad Ganser has a rumble rant here, $5. He said, I want to know who was on the plane when it went to Pedo Island. Yes, exactly. That's, that, the, that's, that's not, the important yeah, part. Exactly. That's the important one. I was just saying, who's gone on the plane? Because, you know, you could take a plane ride to Hamptons or to Ver- Sweet or to, I always say Sweet Martha's Island. That's how Minnesota I am. Sweet Martha's Island. <laughs> yeah. Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> Sweet Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. I want to go to Sweet Martha's Island. <laughs> I can't say Martha anymore. Without saying sweet, yeah. that is how Minnesota I am. Sweet Martha's Vineyard, I yeah. call it island. Martha's Vineyard. I don't know why. I, I'm. I've been. It's been like that for years. I just can't say that word. Okay? Yeah. Martha's Vineyard. So you know, you you probably it's probably pretty normal to be honest with. You. Well, shit, the president flies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like the president just goes goes to anywhere. He's he's on Marine One to, and then if he's got to go really far, he gets on. Air Force One. Yeah, Javier Malay, the new uh, libertarian Argentinian uh, Tinian president, he uh, flies coach, even as president. It's, it's kind of cool to see, you know, and he, he gets all the people rallied up in the plane and everything. So 
Uh, but, you know, th that's not feasible for our country, you know. Uh, I guess Jimmy I don't Carter. Know. I think that's what I would do if I was president. I'd get rid of Air Force One. Yeah. I would make the president a much more humble job. Mm -hmm. I, I, I personally think that when it comes to Epstein, anybody, I'm not a fan of anybody that has anything to do with Epstein. I think that if you're with him, it's just. Yeah, bad. but it, unless you didn't but know, the, no, that's know, a great. Not point, everyone but, knows but what if what's you, going yes, on. Yeah, what if you didn't know, Dawson? What if I didn't know what? Well, you I just mean, think he's a, an investor. You know, if you didn't know that, you just thought, you know, this guy is kind of a screwball, but you don't know he's a pedophile. But, you don't know he's got this island and all but that. He, but he is a pedophile with a pedophile island. Yeah, but you didn't. people didn't know that. You know, Not I until whenever the conviction came out before, and what was that, 2014, yeah. 2015 or something? Right, but now now we know that without a doubt he is a pedophile with yes, a pedophile Yes, but let's island. say Trump was hanging out with them in the, know, 90s. the 90s, right? Yeah. Before any of that was known. The guy obviously had uh, charisma, right? Friendly guy, very sociable. I mean, I suppose. Yeah, you know, I mean, part of his gig was he had this unexplained wealth, and he invested in the science and the arts. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he had yeah, so access people to saw people. him kind of as like a humanitarian in a certain yes. way too. You know, and that's the thing that we all know what we know of Epstein now. But uh, you know, before any of that information's out there, people just think you know this guy's kind of a a squirrely, cool, rich guy who's doing his own thing. You know, people didn't know what was going well, on. Let's imagine this for a second. Let's say you're Donald Trump and the you got a foundation. I don't remember what it's called. I'm sure mm -hmm. they. I think they tried to cancel that in, in New York. And so you have this foundation. You have a big event, and you have an auction. And the winning auction is someone who put in like half a million dollars. You're gonna want to go have dinner with that guy. Mm -hmm. You don't know him, but yeah, that guy just that's just how things work right but you know also melinda gates she says that the, basically the first time that she met epstein that she had like you know chills down her spine that she could feel an evil presence so you know maybe it's one of those things that some people were able to pick up on especially probably later on in life because uh, melinda yeah. gates was asking bill you know who is this guy why are you meeting with him and then as soon as the epstein stuff came out she cut she was out of there you see you know? so many people who get duped by well Jeez, this happens every election cycle. People get duped by politicians. Yeah. So why is anyone shocked you can get duped by a guy like uh, Jeffrey Epstein? Mm -hmm. But once you know who he is or once you see who he is, right, and that's the question. Mm -hmm. They see it. Let's pull up uh, our Twitter here, actually for Liberty's Twitter. Um, this is a picture of Bill Clinton getting a massage from obviously a young girl, mm -hmm. um, but she happens to be a victim of – one of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's victims. This is in a small airport. You know, this is the thing that now all the stuff in here is speculation from this release. Okay. It was said uh, from Jeffrey Epstein's mouth, or at least was portrayed in the documents that F Epstein said that president Clinton likes some young. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I mean, we all know he likes 18 year old interns at the white house. Right? When, when was the last time that Bill Clinton was, with Epstein. Can can't you make the same argument that you're making about Trump not knowing Epstein? Can you make that same argument with There's Bill? a lot more in Bill Clinton, but yes you could. Okay. Yeah, and but people think Clinton's been Clinton. on the island, you yeah. know. But what if people think Trump's been on the island? They they've never shown anything to indicate anything like that. But that's that. a great question. So, right. let's let's put this out to you guys. I want to hear what you guys say, say at home. Donald Trump's found out to have been on that island. 
I mean, is that yeah? Oh yeah. In, in terms of pedophile, everyone would. Everyone what if he's would, not a pedophile, but he went to the island? Well, what are you doing at the island? You know, I, I don't right. think. Can uh, you imagine getting conned into going to that island? You get there and it's like, oh shit. Yeah, was, you think you're just going to a big party. You know, you think at worst drugs or something, and then you find out, oh no, they're they're pedophiles. I mean, Donald Trump was a real estate mogul in New York City in the '80s. The guy's been to parties with cocaine in it, right? Let's just be yeah. honest. The nice. guy has been to. <laughs> he's been places right but yeah once you see that suspect stuff you know it is sad if you didn't even know what's happening but we'll never know if you could find out any of these guys have been an island wouldn't it be lights out i i would just automatically assume they did something suspect yeah i think mm -hmm. that my tolerance is a little bit lower because like so david copperfield is listed as one of the guys in the big document of people and i grew up as a magician i love david copperfield i watched his stuff and now i just don't like him anymore because of that i guess it's kind of like yeah but what did they canceled. say about copperfield well i don't care for well, why don't you care because can't you make an argument he's just on a flight like it's just how they live but, but then one... can't you say that about every single person on there and then the dot like who cares about who was who knew Epstein and who Epstein knew? I mean, they definitely got to get to the bottom of it. I mean, right. th that's the thing. Anyone who's guilty of anything here should be charged. Uh, and, uh, you know, th they shouldn't let anybody go in, in that situation. So I, I think you're right, Dawson. We but we need all the facts first. You know, I, I can't write someone off just for knowing Epstein. Uh, you know, I can write them off once I see enough fact and, uh, you know, evidence to make me think that they were on the island doing that kind of stuff. Do uh, is there more investigative stuff going on right now? What's the this got timeline? dropped l yesterday evening? Um, we haven't had a long chance to go through it. Um, we can pull this up. It's on our document. Dawson uh, lying. I, is are the courts still like looking into something? No, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at uh, line twelve. You can pull that up. That's the documents here. This was the big release. We could pro you could probably put that in the uh, um, thread here so people go ahead and see it. Um, Jesse, would you be able to do that? You know what? Let's do it after the show okay. so people after the show can see it. But um, it's big. There's it a lot is of big. Stuff yeah, there. and then and then many documents. This is uh, according to Fox News. Famed American magician David Copperfield allegedly had dinner with the late sex offender Jeffrey Epstein and a few of his victims, according to court documents and sealed Wednesday. Attorney Sigrid mm. McCauley asked an accuser of Epstein. Johannes Schoberg, and Schoberg's like the big big name in all this, and his former lover and accomplished Ghislaine Maxwell if she met Copperfield. Yes, she said. The document is part of a May 2016 deposition. By the way, May 2016, that's how long they've held on to this. Someone called me from the house and said that he would be there. This is a quote from her. And if I wanted to come to have dinner, then I could meet him. So when I arrived at the house, he wasn't there yet, and there was another girl there, which I had never met and never seen. She seemed young. Schoberg then said Copperfield, quote, did some magic tricks, end quote, at dinner and said he was a friend of Epstein's. Schoberg said Copperfield, who was previously accused of sexually assaulting a teen model in 1988, questioned her whether she was, quote, aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls, end quote. Did he tell you any specifics to that? No. Now, listen, here's the other thing. This is really fascinating. So another name that came out was Alan Dershowitz. Mm-hmm. Now, the famed uh, trial lawyer. Um, yeah, and constitutional attorney, right. Yeah. And um, he is basically saying that he, uh, the person who named, I think it was alleged rape, mm -hmm. says now that she doesn't believe she had it right. Mm -hmm. So this is one person's account of something like this. 
So this this just goes back to the fact that Epstein was a was a monster. So is Giselle, Giselle, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call her. How the hell did this guy keep getting off, and why is he surrounded by all these rich and famous people? I don't know if we ever get to the bottom per se of all this stuff. I know that the New York Post had an article, and this was a while ago, showing the uh, what they found at Epstein's place. We should we should show you that. Here. I think mm-hmm. I think that the hard part comes with how like the the i see a lot of the time how bill clinton was friends with epstein and then on the other side i see a lot that trump was friends with epstein i and it's just a double standard on both ends and it's so annoying to look at it's like mm-hmm. something's got to come out or i'm going to lose my mind because it's just back and forth one or the other who's the worst one and we can't know mm-hmm. well i don't think a lot of people think trump was uh you know tr- trump was anywhere close to what the influence was over Bill Clinton. Well, look at this. Um, Why not? There's a photo on Epstein's Island, of Bill Clinton in a blue dress signifying uh, Monica Lewinsky's dress Mm -hmm. sitting in the armchair of a, of a, uh, like just a chair, uh, like a, not a recliner, but whatever. Yeah. So I don't think it even is close, but yes, I would say if Trump was, if there was a picture of him in a dress, (laughs) you know, it's crazy. It is weird, you know, and th- that's one of those things that, like, I don't think that Epstein just had that for no reason. I think it was, you know, it was obviously he had something on Clinton. And, uh, yeah, I-, I don't know, though. I mean, who can explain what, the- what was going on in that picture? I, I have no idea. There's this uh, Dad of Eight, Dad of Eight, can-, can you post the name of that TikTok account? I want to take a peek at it. What TikTok account? Yeah, Dad of Eight said, Iowa Shooter was a member of the LGBTQ community who had a TikTok account with a rainbow flag on it along with the wait, wait, wait. hashtag gender fluid. Yeah. Uh, Story will go away quickly. Who's so, saying this? That's Dad of Eight Seventy Eight. Data? Dad of Eight Seventy Eight. Oh, Dad of Eight's been part of our show before, right? Mm-hmm. Let's look into that here. Uh, just look on line uh, 17. I just posted this, Dawson. This is what... Um, came in jeffrey epstein's manhattan um home this is back from like 2021 you can see uh you'll look at that crazy thing like that isn't that crazy but look there's a um there's a bunch of black binders oh there's some what are those videotapes i can't remember what that was oh hard drives Mm -hmm. but somewhere in there is if i remember this right yeah there's a bunch of dvds labeled something but there's like black binders if i remember this right there it is. Scroll down. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I was looking at my computer. This is keep Epstein's going. house. This is Epstein's house. Yeah, in Manhattan. Mm. One more thing, right there. That's what we want to know, what? right there. That's what we will never probably know. What is it? The extensive C- the black binders containing part of the extensive CD collection. Mm-hmm. That's what we'd want to know, because the the dirt or the rub on this guy is he was collecting information on people. Yeah, I- I'm sure he was filming them. You know, maybe without their knowledge too, so that all of a sudden he says, "And by the way, I got a video of that." So don't you ever try to go around and you know do something about me. And, you know, I mean, that that's what I would take that, you know, Epstein does it so that he has something on them and so that they can't do anything to call him out. And, you know, Alan Dershowitz, it's it's pretty interesting what 
you know, is going on with him because it, it seems pretty obvious it was him. You know, I mean, I, do I, do I, I don't want I don't want to get sued by Alan Dershowitz. I'm just saying that you know it seems that way, and you know it seemed like he was intimidating the uh, victim uh, to scare her into not doing anything about it. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't fully trust Alan Dershowitz, but I mean, he's a hell of a lawyer. He's a really smart guy. Uh, but that doesn't mean that he can't also be evil. It it's it always amazes me. It's not that hard to not be a piece of garbage. It's really not that hard. This looks <laughs> like a lot of effort to put into being a piece of garbage. You're saying for Epstein? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Just like, oh my gosh, you're you've got evidence folders and CDs and binders, and it's like, don't you just want to play a video game or something? <laughs> yeah, I know. Couldn't you just live a chilled out life? But. Gosh. Yeah, and also I'm seeing uh, Brad Ganser says, Dawson, you might be a little off here. You should read up a little more on Trump's connection to Epstein. Dad of Eight says, uh, go on Libs of TikTok Twitter page uh, from an hour ago. So it looks like uh, the Libs okay, of TikTok Twitter. Okay, I'll go look Twitter. at that. What, what, is, uh, what is Brad saying? Brad, Brad I, do, I do see your point. I, I have not looked into this stuff very much. There's, it, it's, it's. What, so I most of the information I'm finding on this stuff is on Twitter because I'm excited to see what names are coming out about the Epstein stuff. And it's liberal accounts will post Trump with Epstein, Trump's evil. And then conservative accounts will post Bill Clinton is with Epstein. Bill Clinton is horrible. And it's just like mm-hmm. the most it's. And then there's people joking about, oh, man, I can't believe Rihanna was on Epstein's island. And it's <laughs> so hard to navigate because. Yeah, everybody can get. Well, and Aaron Rodgers, he was saying that Jimmy Kimmel had something to do with it, and then Jimmy, or maybe it was Jimmy Fallon. You know, I get, I can't keep. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and and Jimmy Kimmel said, "I'm going to sue you," and you know, it's one of those things that uh, you can't even sue him in that kind of case when you look at you know the actual. You know, if you want to sue someone for defamation, you have to prove that the that the person who said it knows for a fact that it's not true. He can't prove that about Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers could say. That's what I thought. I thought he was a part of it, you know, so there's no, uh, nothing he can do about that. I'd also seen Brad had said, uh, where did it go here? He also said there was no evidence to show RFK Jr. or Trump was on the (coughs) island. Uh, And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to look into this lives of TikTok thing, too. I've got it already. It's line 16, but I've actually got Daily Mail's reporting on it. Uh, Oh, oh, you're going to news sources Yeah, boy, I... I'm so hesitant to do this right now. Um, so what we're gonna show you is, I, I do not feel like this. Maybe is Maybe fake news. Well, I'm not saying that. I mean, Daily Mail, which is kind of a tabloid, Line 18, Dawson. Line 18. Um, I mean, it's not like they. I wouldn't say that they're a fake news site. They oh, are lives a tabloid. TikTok just posted another thing a minute ago here. Yeah. So this is uh this is Daily Mail pictured suspect Iowa school shooter Dylan Butler who injured three people, including the principal, before turning the gun on himself. Dylan Butler, who was senior period high school, was named as a suspected gunman by local news outlet WHL 13. Let's just go. I'm just going to we're gonna do a fact check right now. Who 13, um, which is the ABC or NBC affiliate, um, NBC affiliate in, in Des Moines, I'm just going to make sure that this is accurate, that they've got. I'm looking for. I'm not seeing the name in here. Oh, who's 13? Lindsay Burrell spoke with. No, that's not it. I would imagine that the name is getting leaked out. 
not maybe through official channels. Sorry, guys, we're doing a live fact check. I'm yeah, sure you sorry. appreciate this, but we're trying to figure this out before we sign off today, trying to get you some updated information. Did they remove the Thanks TikTok to Dad account? of Eight. Dad of Eight, 78. Does that mean Dad of Eight mm -hmm. was born in 1978? Maybe. Probably. Makes sense. You got well, at it pretty early. None of these metrics. You'd have eight children out by now because 78 means he's uh, 45 years old. Oh, he got it from Daily This is, yeah, this is according to Libs of TikTok, which, you know, I mean, yeah. they do pretty good work. I'm looking for I'm looking for that account itself. I am not finding. Get scrubbed. You know how this works. Yeah. This stuff gets scrubbed. Well, you'd yeah. hate to just see fake news, but. Um, Right, and also, you kind of can't even blame TikTok for taking it down eventually, but, I mean, obviously, it should be up for investigative purposes so people can look into it and uh, well, I mean, yeah, discover what's going on. It's probably up for police and stuff like that to Maybe. investigate into it. I, I, I would say that you, the population... I wonder about how, how that works, if TikTok uh, cooperates with police and all that kind of stuff. It's so hard to know. I, I think it makes sense for it to be taken down for people to... Because I don't think that the public should necessarily have access to the TikTok of the killer. Because that's going to lead to a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. But I just hope we get information. I mean, you know, but it's one of those things, you know, information is information. We can't shield everybody from it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like there's probably some crazy stuff on this TikTok. I, I, I wish I it was still out there. Uh, let's 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 abandon this. Because, uh, you know what? I mean, it might be true, okay? But it's too preliminary. And, boy, you'd hate it if that was a kid that's not – yeah you know what i mean that's what i'm yeah. worried about too. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to dig more in and see and, and, what, and we are not is. coming to any conclusion we're just showing you what's on the internet right now i think we have a we have a really weird job here truth hurts news mm -hmm. is to bring you cutting edge information as it flows but it doesn't mean people always get it right so at, at least we're we're talking about how we might not be right and that this could be fake news and stuff other places yeah. we just say no well we well, everyone it. wants to get the scoop. It's a great point, Dawson. Everyone wants to get the scoop on something, but you better make sure you're right, yep. mm -hmm. especially if it's a minor. I don't know. He says this kid was a, a senior. It could still be a minor. It could be a 17-year-old kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, 18-year-olds are really kids too, but not in the, not in the idea of what law. Is, actually, I don't know Iowa law. Maybe 17 is a what – is, Yeah, what, yeah. there are some states where actually 17 is adulthood, and 17 yeah. is when you can start going to jail, uh, you know, regular – prisons and everything so yeah it just depends on the state i don't know about iowa you know it's and it's obviously people on our side want to see the story you know being a troubled transgender person because then it's the narrative the media is hiding it clearly that was what happened in tennessee right yeah yeah we but never got that i don't know if this is the case here no matter what if you go into school and you sh well first of all it's self-inflicted gunshot once you're suicidal too right yeah yeah so basically you hate humanity that's the problem and you've gone to a point in your brain, your brain is not healthy. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like there's any deaths right now. It sounds like the kid took. Besides went, the one. Well, you know, you kind of cheer for the shooter dying, right? I always do. Don't you guys? I yeah. cheer for the shooter. I mean, obviously. himself. Don't look, think of the tax money that's saved and everything. <laughs> yeah, but and the I fact mean, that you don't have to actually try the person. But, you know, it, the best way the story goes is if, like, a hero comes in and kills the killer. 100%. You know, that, that's the best way. You know, the killer taking their own life, you know, that's kind of one of those uh, avoiding responsibility type of things. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's better for the tax dollars if uh, we, we don't have to 
house and feed and you know provide for the daily lives of these killers what i'm yep. saying we we need more like we need more like jeffrey dahmers that are just like alive and kicking and they become celebrities and they live for it too and then they die later these people it, it seems what the hell are you talking it about it seems like they're doing this <laughs> no no for no, no, no. go back to jeffrey dahmer uh, yeah expand that a little bit we need, i, I we didn't need, get your reference we need there. more serial killers that are like cool Killers. I wouldn't call Dahmer cool. I mean, it, it's interesting. It's interesting, but not cool. Well, I mean, cool in what regard? He got a Netflix show. <laughs> a ne you know he's dead, right? Yeah, you know I'm I'm part of the media. My job is to get the scoops on these and make them into movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't oh make God. anything from these shootings. I need something solid. Dahmer mm -hmm. is an interesting guy. Yeah. Dahmer, because I know Dahmer because I grew up in Wisconsin in the, in the 90s. Um, I'm sorry, no Dahmer. Wait, is he no in Dahmer, the, is he I, Is he from Wisconsin? Yeah, it was Milwaukee area. I did not know that. I mean, that's a way different side of the state. I grew up western Wisconsin. I've always been on the Minnesota border, but you're just kind of part of Wisconsin. You know of the Dahmer story. That's super Minnesota. So when they made that wonderful Netflix show, that was really good. Yeah. Kind of brought those memories back. But he was an interesting guy because he knew what he was doing was wrong. He just couldn't help it. There's a, I think Inside Edition and uh, ABC maybe they both got like uh, one on one with Dahmer when he was in prison before he you know was killed, and uh, and by the way um, became a Christian. Hmm. Tracks, and said I should not be out of here. Like because he had this like um, impulse that he had to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he knew he was sick, and he knew he was wrong, right? You know another one of those? No, go ahead. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, well, Bring we're talking Lecter. about real people, but Hannibal yeah. Lecter's... In, well, Hannibal Lecter is just pure evil, though. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a really good movie, too. Like, can you say Dahmer was pure evil when the guy knew what he was doing was wrong? He knew that he shouldn't be part of society and then found Christ later on in life? I mean, well... I assume he's genuine, but you watch the Inside Edition and wh yeah. whoever else. Did, you're like, you look at the guy and you go, this is a puzzling one. You just want to put him in a category that are just pure evil. But pure evil to me would be like, you want to get away with it. You want to do this stuff. He almost kind of want to get caught. Well, I would this. say I would say that he was pure evil because he can like be he can like say that he's good and he might be good inside but his actions are evil and i think you're more so your actions oh, no doubt you about it. you could have action uh, i think your actions action. speak more to your character more than your character is no mm -hmm. it's not congruent with um well okay what Ganser, that's fake news you don't know he was a bears <laughs> fan that's fake news Ugh. yeah and the other person comes to mind too is charles manson you know I, there's all the interviews and everything yeah, that, that are out CIA there but... operative yeah, maybe you know I I don't know all the details there. Different but, story there. Yeah, was that the the that was that the um uh once upon a time in Hollywood thing that was going on? Yeah, I haven't seen that movie, but I believe that's what it was about. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I gotta see that movie. It's a good movie. It's long. Be careful. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's a good place to end it. Um, yeah, I'm sure the story will unfold later on in the day but uh that's all we know at this point with the uh, school shooting it we'll feels real bad updated, for the families yeah. mm -hmm. but it doesn't look like right now someone died so that's good oh well other than the perpetrator yeah so that's good too yeah all right uh we'll be back on tuesday we got some big things i'm sorry we weren't here last tuesday we just got some big things going on some uh 
a lot of moving pieces behind the scenes. I don't want to get into it now, but we'll kind of update you as things go. But good things happening in 2024. So stay tuned. We appreciate all you guys for tuning in and see you next week.